Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Everybody, the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart here. Oh, sorry, Gabe. I didn't know Yang told me to start. Sorry, buddy. What's going on, uh, Cam? Well, the What's Raging Redhead uh, Cam Stewart. Game time decisions uh, has uh, begun. I am Renzi. We're throwing it uh, down here. Off to a, uh, a great start, uh, as we can see. What a way to start uh, the week. But, hey, we're off and, uh, off and running right now. Just for the record, I just see nothing but purple. It's like being at a Deep Purple uh, concert. Uh, right now, so if we can get uh, we can get that adjusted, uh, that would be good uh, moving uh, forward. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to get to on the program. It's a pretty wild uh, weekend uh, this weekend. Morikawa gets it done with a monster, monster underdog. Get it done in NASCAR. Cole Custer, two hundred and fifty to one, Woo! like literally two two hundred and fifty to one. And um, if I was on him, I'd probably be in a better mood uh, than I am right now. So you can tell. No, I was not. Uh, I was not uh, on him. Um, so, uh, Cam, you did have a piece of Morikawa. I've been riding sideline cancer through the TBT, uh, but we did not uh, have a piece of uh, sideline cancer over the weekend against Overseas Elite. But it was, it's was it been a weekend of upsets, and the upsets continue, actually. Sports are back. You know, they literally and figuratively are back. The craziness of sports are back. The MLS tournament has been, you know, one game after another now has just been late goal, late goal, late goal. Under betters want to like smash uh, things. Um, teams are blowing leads at late. It just happened right now in the EPL as well as Manchester United blew a late lead against Southampton, like real late. Uh, soccer's a crazy uh, sport to bet on, but underdog betters this week. Overseas, uh, overseas elite were like seven and a half, eight, eight and a half point favorites against sideline cancer. They win the game uh, outright. Um, you look at the uh, the Marquette team. <clears throat> the Marquette team is concussion tickets uh, throughout the tournament uh, as well. Cole Custer, Morikawa, a lot of fat paydays uh, out there, Ken. The draws in the MLS, there's a lot of like 250s and pluses that are paying. 250s to 250 to ones that are paying out there. It's funny, Gabe. Uh, the one team that cost a huge parlay, I uh, put it together, was uh, Atlanta. And it's funny, we've had this conversation before. I'm like, why do Atlanta teams always screw us? And I had a nice little uh, parlay. I was on the Columbus crew the night of the, the MMA fights, and they absolutely smoked. Like, they beat Cincinnati into a living pulp. But you're right, craziness today. D.C. United scores with 10 guys. Uh, Toronto FC has a two-goal lead, and then these guys come back and tie. You talked about it, Southampton. I've been noticing, too, they're playing this extra minute of injury time a little bit longer. It seems like uh, they want uh, you know the, the team that everyone has the money on not to qualify and not for you to win your cup. I've been noticing there's a lot of sketchy stuff going on, buddy. Well, soccer's just a crazy sport. It just is. People that don't bet on it often are like, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. That happens all the time. It happens a couple of times a day, <laughs> to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to welcome all of our radio affiliates right now. Game time decisions. I'm Renzi. We throw it down with a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, Kevin Walsh is going to step up. And then we got all the stuff uh, to get to. A lot of stuff to recap over the weekend. It was a wild, wild weekend. And there was a better in Las Vegas that actually hit uh, $25,000. Nice, nice pick. He put 100 bucks on this Cole Custer. Cole Custer, like, yeah, he put 100 bucks, 250 (laughs) to one. It's a real ticket. Yeah, he played it in Las Vegas, been posted. Nice hit. 
Nice hit, $25,000 for $100 on Cole Custer. That's right, Cole Custer won uh, in uh, Kentucky. Now, Morikawa, what did Morikawa pay for his win, Cam? 35 to 1, Gabe. It's interesting, though. I know we we talk about uh, I'll never get a job at Ace Hardware or, you know, the trimming place. Uh, I don't go to Lowe's. Uh, I, I was sitting there, and I'm thinking, Morikawa had lost the lead on Saturday. I got him. Uh, he's, he might not win this tournament, but then he came back and then took the lead. I go, you know what? I got a hedge on Justin Thomas because I knew Victor Hovland. He's a good top 10 guy, but he doesn't have it in him to beat those two guys. So I was going to win three grand. I put 1,300 plus juice on uh, Justin Thomas. And then uh, when I was sitting there, Justin Thomas had a three shot lead, Marenzi, going into the final three holes. I go for a walk because, you know, you've been telling me, uh, it's funny, I see your post, walk. You know, I've been walking more lately. I like, I get out, especially when things are going bad. I come back, playoff, the final hole, Justin Thomas bogeys. I'm like, hey, I got both guys there. So, but the odds are, you know, Thomas should have probably won the tournament. He was really played it safe down the stretch. But yeah, I don't mind hedging because they still get a nice chunk of change. But you got to do that with a big number sometimes, buddy. And, you know, I'm not mad that I could have won an extra 14, 1500, but I had both guys. So it was a good feeling. Well, now uh, they play uh, They play once again, and it will have a little bit of a bigger feel just because of the name uh, of the tournament and also the field uh, itself is a uh, is a glamorous uh, one uh, mm-hmm. this week. You know, same golf course. going to be interesting to see how this uh, plays out. And anytime Tiger Woods is in the house, uh, then there's a lot of hype. And Tiger Woods, yep. surprisingly, is 27 to 1. I thought he'd be a little bit lower. Uh, than that, just on name brand recognition alone. So we'll get into that a little bit. They're going to be playing at Memorial again. They're going to be playing baseball, actually, starting next week. A lot of stuff to get into. Game time decisions. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Game time decision continues. I'm Arantzo. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead cab. Stuart Kevin Walsh will join us in a couple of moments at time. I know Walsh is uh, into this basketball tournament as mm. much as uh, I don't know if he's into it as much as I have been because it's hard to be into it as much as I've been. I'm into it so much after this show or uh, later this evening when I get a couple of minutes, I'm going to order um, some, uh, some merchandise from the nice. basketball uh, tournament just to support them, to let them know that there's people out there that appreciated the hard work uh, that they did putting in uh, putting uh, putting this tournament together. It's been a great, great tournament. And, you know, I know you like to ride the underdogs, uh, Cam. There was a team called Sideline Cancer. Yes, Sideline Cancer. And mm-hmm. um, out of 24 teams in the tournament, they were the 22 seed on um, this team. And they make it all the way to the final. They beat that overseas elite team <laughs> that mm-hmm. – um, the overseas elite team that had only lost one time, Cam, in the history of this tournament. They were like 28 and 1 coming into this. They had Joe Johnson, seven time NBA All Star. Yep. But it's exactly what we talked about last week, in which the overseas elite guys, they had Jared Jack also. Like, um, they don't even really know each other. Like, they're, they really are just ringers. It's like, all right, yeah, this guy's really good, and that guy's good, and they bring them together. And it's worked in the past. These sideline cancer guys play as a team. 
They've been in the tournament for a couple of years in the past, and they're led by uh, Marcus Keene. Mm. Yeah, Marcus Keene from uh, Central Michigan, I think, off the top of my head. Central Michigan, a real scoring machine, Marenzi. This guy can really uh, fill up the hoop. Oh, he's been a great story. He's been a great, great uh, story. So uh, I believe we should have a picture up of the bracket uh, right now uh, of this uh, basketball uh, tournament and of uh, Marcus Keene, as we're talking about. Um, So Marcus Keene, yeah, this kid has just lit it up. He's carried this team. Throughout the uh, throughout the tournament, and it's not just him. I don't know if you remember Diamond Stone too. Diamond mm, yes. Stone uh, played at Maryland briefly. Yeah. He was heavily hyped college player, but he never lived up to the hype. Uh, but he's on the team as well. Jamel Artis too. Now, you know, Diamond Stone, uh, hype player. Marcus Keene plays in the Taiwanese league uh, right now. I'm gonna tell you, whatever. Like any next time I see some live Taiwanese basketball, <laughs> all right. I'm going to get in if I know Marcus Keene is on the team. But I got to tell you, if I'm a GM and I'm an agent out there, I'm not saying he's going to play in the NBA, but it's got to be a better league for him than Taiwan after the the clinic that he's put on. The guy's scoring like 30 points a game camp, but it's not just him with sideline cancer. Like, if you remember Jamel Artis from uh, from Pitt, Pittsburgh, Mm -hmm. great defensive player, very, very good player, smart player. They're, They're just a collection of these, like, tough dudes from smaller colleges they're playing for a great cause in sideline cancer. So, you know, they're donating money. Uh, they're donating their share. They're keeping some, but they're giving a chunk of it to uh, to, nice. to the sideline cancer uh, research. Except they're playing a team in this uh, Golden Eagles team from Marquette. Ooh, tough. And, yeah, Marquette made it to the final last year, and they lost. And now they're back again. And it's the same thing, dude. I talked about them last week. They bang the boards. They've got older dudes that are like 30, 33 years old. They're physically fit. They're like, they're a real team. Like Marquette is serious. They're all business. They bang the boards. They play defense. They play physical basketball. And they're they're TBT tournament veterans as well. They've been posted as two-and-a-half-point favorites. They've been posted as two and a half point favorites against sideline cancer. Yet, you know, sideline cancer came this far. It's hard to get in front of them right now. I'm leaning with sideline cancer in this game, Cam. But Gabe, but Gabe, I remember the things you say from uh, times past about how the Marquette team is men and all that. And I'll tell you one thing. I know. I'm not surprised you're in the final now. I know. No, you're not surprised. Nobody's surprised. But I will say this: that line is that line is low. Because sideline cancer beat a team in overseas elite that you talked about probably could not these guys lose one game. So the, the bottom line is such you play a team like that, that's why it's a low number at two and a half. I wouldn't get step in front of the Marquette team. Hate to say that too. And when you get close so close to a sniff of winning that money, I could tell you they could smell the bag of money right now. Even though I agree, like sideline cancer, that's a nice cause and giving a chunk away. Those Marquette guys want money too. So it should be an interesting final. Sounds like you're leaning with the favorite. And uh, this Marquette team. Two and a half, buddy. That's not a lot. Every game, every game, this sideline cancer team has been down. And basically, everybody tightens up when they get mm. late in the game and Elam uh, comes in. When they yes. name the target score, the team that's ahead always seems to get tight. And sideline cancer seem to thrive under pressure. Like, they just start draining threes. And it's amazing how they play under pressure, this team. Time and time again, man, they've rallied back. They've been down and losing almost every game that they've been in. They blew one team out uh, earlier in the tournament. Oh, I'm sorry. It's, it was Ranieri Stillwater Stars. Oh. Um, that, yeah, it got smoked uh, by sideline uh, cancer. <laughs> um, but they made it. <laughs> what you <laughs> yeah but they make it uh joe joe that doesn't appreciate the Stillwater uh bashing no. but yeah it's been a great it's been a great tournament in the uh in the columbus bubble and columbus will remain uh the place to be so we'll get into this game uh, a lot tomorrow we'll break it down mm-hmm. uh but it's been it's been great basketball and as i say you can make a legitimate case for either team uh, right now, it's that tight. The spread is two and a half right now. And the total is 152 and a half, which is kind of light and low. But they're playing for a million dollars now. Like, there's literally, it's a million dollar game. Like, you know what, like when people, when people talk about like, oh, the chair, the, the skins game and stuff like that. 
Like, I don't care about Phil Mickelson winning another couple of million dollars. Phil Mickelson exactly. already has like $300 million. Like, ooh, like Tiger Woods needs the money. Or any of these yes. golfers, like when they play in these skins game for money and stuff like that. And it gets hyped, all right? Like, even the NASCAR All-Star race is a million dollars. And NASCAR is a big deal. And those NASCAR guys are pretty rich, too. And they want that million dollars. And it's a big deal. This basketball game is a million-dollar game. And a million dollars means a hell of a lot more to Marcus Keene. The guy plays in Taiwan. Right? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like Jamel Artis. You know, those they're all getting $100,000. Usually it's $2 million, Cam, for the winner, which is pretty sweet. $2 million mm-hmm. pot. Uh, you know, winner take now. all. Yeah, That's they only had half the teams in the tournament this year, exactly. Yeah. So they had to cut it in half. Um, so basically, the the guys on Marquette are all going to get like $110,000, $112,000 each if they win. I could really use and, that. And uh, the guys on Sideline Cancer are getting seventy-five k each because they're donating mm. the rest to Sideline Cancer. Yeah, That's yeah, good guys. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard not to pull for them, too. You know the cost uh, that they're they're playing for. But, yeah, that Marquette team is tough. And people were, uh, were joking around. I hope it is just a joke that uh, it's a Marquette alum team, so they're bringing in another guy tomorrow. And that guy, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad at Dwayne Wade, to be honest with you. I know everyone wants to kiss his behind, but I don't like the way he did uh, our boy uh, Gordon in the in the slam dunk contest. I thought it was really weak, you know, just going up and doing all that stuff. I know people didn't really care about it. I did. I thought, the, you know, this guy wants to, uh, to be a champ and get money too. I thought he kind of brushed it off. Ha ha, whatever. No, whatever. You're, you're Dwayne Wade. This guy, this guy wanted it, right? You don't uh, take shots at the guy. Anyway, that's my opinion. Dwayne they, Wade. Don't need du- they don't need Dwayne Wade. Game he's fine he's just done the way he- they are. <laughs> They're fine. They don't need Dwayne Wade. They got a good. They got a good. They got a good team. They got a good bunch of guys right now. They don't need them. They're going to stick around. And that's the thing. Like that's a low total. That's a very low total. Uh, low uh, spread game because they got a lot of uh, uh, respect for sideline cancer because of the things that they're doing. Because these guys, when you beat overseas elite without that. Uh, I wonder what the spread would have been with his overseas elite versus the Mar- Marquette team. Probably overseas elite two and a half, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I don't know who I'm going to bet on this game, to be honest with you. You bring up a good point and a good story with uh, these guys donating. So if they're making 115k to 75k, so yeah, like forty thousand dollar difference where they're giving money to, to you know to the can- to cancer. I got a lot of respect for that. I got a lot of respect for for what they're doing. But bottom line is, uh, you know, you got to bet who you think is going to win the tournament. These guys have been money down the stretch. Every time they, uh, like that three-pointer that they hit against uh, Overseas Elite was absolutely clutch in a big-time way. And these guys got it done. So I don't know. I still got to think about it. We got another day to think about it. And we got uh, MLS uh, soccer tonight, too. That TFC game was stupid. They had a two-goal lead, and then they tied uh, 2-2. So. More game time decisions after the news update. Bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're watching Sports Grid. Get on the grid. 
Hey guys, Cam Stewart, their Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want the edge? Get on the grid. Houston Rockets star point guard Russell Westbrook says he's tested positive for COVID-19, but he says he feels fine in quarantine and will join his teammates when he gets the thumbs up and gets cleared to play. Rockets forward Bruno Caboclo started things today, inadvertently breaking quarantine and now be restricted to his hotel room for eight days. Sacramento center Rashawn Holmes, listen to this one. He's going to have to quarantine as well after crossing the bubble boundary to pick up a food delivery. The NBA has alters its stance and now say players will be able to permit and dress in what they want to walking from the team bus to the arena locker rooms. We got Washington Redskins, no more. The club announcing today that it'll officially be retiring its team name, which has been in use from the club's inception back in 1932. Washington owner Dan Snyder and head coach Ron Rivera will be working closely to develop a new name and design prior to the 2020 season. The new name won't be revealed immediately as trademarks still pending. Mount Shields, designed to minimize the spread of COVID-19, will be delivered to NFL teams next week. So far, no requirement for players to wear face shields, but safety protocol negotiations between the league and players continue. The NFL's medical experts in support of using the new equipment. Seattle Seahawks tight end Greg Olson will join Fox as an NFL analyst after he decides to retire from football. The Patriot League, more bad news. They won't have any fall sports due to the COVID-19 pandemic. In baseball, St. Louis Cards reliever Jordan Hicks has opted out of the 2020 season due to pre-existing health concerns. The 23-year-old has type 1 diabetes but will be paid for the 2020 shortened season. Manchester City free to play Champions League football next season after the Court of Arbitration of Sport lifted the two-season ban from FIFA. Initial fine of $30 million reduced to $10 million on appeal. City were accused of deliberately inflating the value of income from sponsors back from 2012 to 16. We had EPL action today. Crazy game. Manchester United and Southampton, they played to a 2-2 draw. DC United and TFC, TFC also played to a 2-2 draw. Early game. Two more tonight. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, LAFC in Houston. LAFC minus 150. Houston plus 300. Draw plus 310. Total 3.5. We got a late match 10 30 7 30 pacific la galaxy plus 140 to win the portland timbers plus 150 draw plus 260 total three and a half in the nhl the wild have named 55 year old dean evison as their full-time head coach brian little of the winnipeg jets opting out of the restart he suffered a perforated eardrum back in november pittsburgh penguins nine players sidelined due to covid 19 and ufc 251 generated about 1.3 million pay-per-view buys on espn plus in the united states this makes it the highest selling event since Khabib and McGregor. I'm Cam Stewart. That's your Sports Grid News update. Now back to Gabe Baranci and friends on GTD. Game time decision continues. I am Baranci. We're kicking it with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart. Kevin Walsh steps up and in to kick it uh, with us uh, right now. A lot of stuff but to get to. We're just talking about the basketball uh, tournament. Part of me wishes the game was tonight. Yeah, you know, Monday night. They've been playing during the day uh, all the time, so they could have been rested up uh, for tonight. But at the same point in time, they're playing for a million dollars. And, you know, we'll give, give them a chance to prepare, get a day off, and get ready for tomorrow's game. Not to mention they have television contracts. I think they've got MLS games. And, in fact, we've got a couple of MLS games uh, that we'll get to, although the MLS will um, – the MLS might be putting people in the hospital, actually. There might be some broken hands – Broken feet. Yeah, um, like there's boxing. probably a couple of yeah, a couple of broken, <laughs> broken remote controls. I'm sure somebody smashed a television uh, oh. at some point in time as TFC blows a two nil lead. Blow and blow, whatever, dude. I gotta start betting a prop. Will there be a goal score like the last five minutes of the game? You get a fat payday. Yeah. Every one of these damn games, there's a goal late uh, that's scored. But let's bring uh, Kevin Walsh in right now. What up, Kevin Walsh? What's up, fellas? How are we doing? Uh, excited to jump on in on the show. All right, so you know, we're just talking about the basketball tournament, so let's, let's stay on this team uh, right now. I've loved it. I've enjoyed it. I've watched every, uh, every game of this, uh, this tournament. We've done extremely well. Uh, we were on. We had, a piece of, um, we had a piece of Marquette. We've been riding this Marquette team. I've been hit or miss with sideline cancer where I'm all in. And then after, I'm like, oh, they're going to run out of gas. They're going to run out of gas. And then they don't run out of gas. They do it again. They come back all the time late. So right now, the spread is two and a half. Marquette, the uh, the Golden Eagle team, favored by two and a half. Sideline cancel total, 152 and a half. What's your opinion on this game right now, Kevin? Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, back in this Marquette team. Uh, man, I, I really cannot believe that we're not talking uh, about overseas elite versus the Golden Eagles. I still kind of... It still really hasn't set into me, but I think back in the Golden Eagles here makes sense. The thing with sideline cancers, as they were still moving through, like they were still pretty sizable dogs throughout 
this tournament. For them to be only two and a half point favorites, the fact that they're getting a day off too, I think that allows both teams to be at 100%. And not to discount this sideline cancer team that's obviously been excellent, but the Golden Eagles, you know, the third ranked team coming into this tournament, they're the better team. I just, I think two and a half is a very, very doable number uh, to get me to back Marquette here. Oh boy. Sounds like uh, everybody's abandoning ship. I wish since all you guys, because I see people in our chat as well, Cam's leading with Marquette, Walsh leading with Marquette. I see everybody in the chat. Why don't you guys start betting it right now? Get in on it. Put your money down. Just so I can get like four and a half. Fine. Yeah, put come on, Cam. Start clicking, buddy. (laughs) Settle down, Moretzi. I got golf picks on Wednesday. I got I got my own strategies. You can let these guys do whatever they want. I'll just do what I'm doing. (laughs) if everybody loves marquette so much my point is start betting it so i can take sideline cancer that's a good point you might get them at four and a half five right oh yeah yeah, yeah. it's gonna gonna be a monster handle Mm -hmm. on this game i'm curious actually i want to speak to FanDuel about that i want to get one of their uh we'll get one of their guys on uh, well, we'll see what the uh the handle is like uh, for this tournament but listen this turn every game has been on espn and yeah and so they're getting good exposure, but it's been during the day, and you know it's been earlier in the day, etc. Now tomorrow night's going to be the first time they're in prime time. It's seven o'clock Eastern tomorrow night. They're going to be the only show in town, and oh, there everybody in the basketball world is watching. Guys, the NBA players are in a bubble. What do you think they're doing? Right, yeah. like they, you know, they're all watching this tournament. Uh, uh, some of them, here. some of them aren't, Gabe. Some of them are going out to meet pizza delivery guys. And uh, yeah, oh, Sean like, Holmes. I gotta tell you, like I, I, I'm not a, like by any stretch go to Harvard or Yale or any one of those schools. But you tell you, so you're telling me you got to go outside this thing to meet the food delivery guy and then get quarantined for an extra eight days. Not the slickest people uh, right now. And the dude so on Houston too. I agree. No, there's a, there's a, a couple of them. Moment. You're right. There's been yeah. a few players. There's been a few NPA guys. That have inadvertently uh, broken. Yeah. But I, what I don't understand is what the hell are all those Navy SEALs and cops doing there then? Like, yeah, that's right. Right. excellent, excellent the point. TBP. They're supposed to prevent them, right? At the door. Yeah, you well, can't the, go and the meet TBP. the yes. The TBT actually think... has that. The TBT, yeah. they have cameras in the yeah. hallways, all right? <laughs> They're monitoring yeah. the players. And there's a security guard at the door that tells them, bro, you can't cross this line. Like he tells them, you can't, you can't. Like you know what I mean? So like, the TBT, if you want to leave, the TBT is more effective yes. than the NBA. Yes, <laughs> the yes. Thing is, I think they made an example out of Rashawn Holmes because he put out a statement. Yes. He was like, "I accidentally crossed the line." I mean, he probably went curbside pickup, and they went, "Dude, no." 10 days and ultimately it's not going to cost him anything. And that, but I think they did try to make an example here out of Rashawn Holmes thing. He's already two days into the quarantine. Like this has happened. Right. But I think they thought it was probably good to get this message out. That way other players in the bubble don't start doing this and start pushing the boundaries. So I think Rashawn Holmes is kind of being made example of here a bit. You know what they're going to have to start doing. It's like they do in, uh, in prisons. Um, you know, dudes to get their weed, they're going to have to have people throw like uh, tennis balls over the fence yes. at yeah, Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yo, throw. Special delivery. <laughs> tell, yeah. tell, listen, listen, at one o'clock, at one o'clock in the afternoon, just go up to the gate and start launching balls over the fence, all right? You got to catch it in a garbage bag, yeah, though, and sanitize like... the handballs. Like, there's a couple procedures that they'll have to take, but they'll get the job done. Yeah, yeah, they'll 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 find a way. I uh, like uh, Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre came out and said. Um, Kelly Oubre tweeted out and said, "Hey guys, uh, Postmates deliver to the damn hotel. You why you the hell you going? Like, I, I think exactly. there's more to it than they were going to get food because other guys were getting food delivered there too without managing to leave the property uh, somehow. But I don't understand that either. If the NBA spent 150 million dollars on this, all right." And they'll go through all this trouble. There's not one guy that says, uh, yo, yo, Rashad, if you, you can't, you, you got to wait here for your food, man. We'll tell them to leave the food. You can't, you can't cross this line. Exactly. Like, you, don't, you don't have to be like a border cop and put a gun to their head and say, yo, <laughs> where are you going? But you can say, listen, this is the line. You can't cross right here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you tell the guy. Like you said, Cam, like the TVT has a guy standing at the door. 
And the TBT guy tells you, you can't leave this area, man. This is it. Like, you're trapped in here. They got a team of delivery guys that are already tested and they, they're part of this. Like, there's no excuse for a player to go out there and have to do that as himself. And you're right. I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're hiring Navy SEALs, ex-cops, local, and everything. Yeah, what about the drone guys in the world? Like, yeah, It's a good idea. Yeah. Sell dog in L.A. Drone delivery. Not bad. Yeah, drone drone. It will come down. Yeah, you know you sanitize the drone. Spray them with Lysol. We're talking about say, drones. They're, they're in rooms with cockroaches. We're talking about drones. Exactly. Yeah. Cockroaches. Drones. <laughs> drones. Did you see the WNBA? You should see the WNBA. Oh, I did. I know. Dude, there's yeah. like rats and stuff. Yeah. Like there's like, round they're not just flipping out. There's rats, cockroaches. Round round. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a rat problem. <laughs> what comes around goes around. I'll tell you why. Man, they look so old and beaten down in that commercial. I love them, though. I'm, I'm happy Rat's getting money from Geico. It's fantastic. Oh, that commercial is a Walsh House favorite. Oh, yeah. a big we have pop. a rat problem. <laughs> round and round. Oh, that's great. Uh, oh, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big uh, rat fan, old school. And you see, you'll see on... Uh, you'll see on uh, YouTube. Warren DeMartini's a great guitarist. You'll see on uh, YouTube... It's got like millions of more hits now, and everybody always says, here because of the Geico commercial. Here because of the Geico commercial. Good for Rat. They got their own guy. Yeah, yeah, they're it's making funny money. You bring up the band Rat. I like Rat. I listened to them the other night. Uh, I was listening to them. And uh, one of their like live videos came on, but from recently. It was like rat at the Iowa State Fair or something like that, and like I said, it was it was rough, man. And I like these guys. <laughs> I say this with all due respect, but yeah, yeah, it was like it was one of those. Yeah, it was one one of those deals. Like a, an older rock band trick. You just let the crowd sing everything. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like what? What? Yes, you the microphone. Line, you take it away. I like Take it away. Like I remember like when Van Halen did a reunion tour, people were mad. People loved David Lee Roth. But they're like, man, I didn't pay 300 bucks to go sing the song myself. Like every song, David Lee Roth. Take it away. <laughs> Let me hear you, Cleveland. And David Lee Roth would just hold the mic to the crowd all night. Panama. He'd just hold the mic. <laughs> he wouldn't say. But, Cam, you and I have cared about that guy. Who, who's the guy in Edmonton? He does a national anthem. All he does oh, no. is he goes, oh, Canada. And then he holds oh, it's the, the mic Vancouver back. guy. It's the Vancouver yeah, guy with the coach. Yeah, it's easiest yeah. gig in the not only doesn't he sing, not only does he sing, he goes into the media bathroom, leaves a steamer in there. I'm the next guy up. And I'm like, this guy's unbelievable. And I see him out there with his curls and tuxedo. Oh, and like, oh, Canada. And then the crowd sung the rest of the song. I'm like, wow, this guy really earned his paycheck tonight. Joke. Wow. So what are you saying? Yeah, before he went out, he was in his tux. You're in the yeah, bathroom. He took and he, a, yeah, he, 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 took, he took a real media. Yeah. Oh, brutal. And I was raining because I really had to go. I was doing a lot of partying and working. They're like, oh, my stomach. And I go, and the guy comes out, okay. He doesn't even say sorry, just stupid hairdo. And he runs out to sing the national anthem. I'm like, look. <laughs> Damn Vancouver anthem singer. Guy leaves, guy leaves one in me. What a, what a guy. What a strong, strong, yeah. Anyway, Maybe that's his... That's a shtick. That's his, that's his <laughs> pre-anthem pre superstition. He takes exactly, a big steaming man. dump before he sings the anthem all the time. Oh, he says it's two words. Yeah, 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 he hasn't messed up yet. No, no, he, it's hard to forget two words, oh, Walsh. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, hard, hard to forget uh, two oh. words. All right, so um, we'll get into the NBA uh, bubble a little bit more. Forget about the, uh, the bubble bursters. The Lakers have problems. Game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time decisions continues. I am a red, so we're throwing it down to Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, Kevin Walsh uh, joining us uh, as uh, well. I just see right now on uh, Twitter that Patrick Waugh 
is uh, trending. Great goaltender. And I noticed recently there's a new thing uh, among sports yes. fans. And they all do name the uh, name the player when you see this uh, logo. What's the first player that comes to mind when you see this logo? And I, I, I responded to the Pittsburgh uh, one uh, last week. Uh, but there should be a new game. And I'm going to create this one. What's the first thing you think of when you see a player's name trending? And when I saw Patrick Watt trending right now, I thought, number one, they're debating who the best goalie of all time is because people have too much time on their hands. Or B, he punched somebody. I thought he punched someone. I'm like, I saw Patrick Waugh and Cam. First thing I thought, I'm like, what, he punched someone on a golf course? Yeah, like, yeah Patrick Waugh like, went to the diner and the guy told him, hey, yeah. hey Waugh, you suck. And he just cold cocked him and knocked him out. <laughs> You're but right, Kevin, that guy's temper. <laughs> I know, Kevin, you know Patrick Waugh. Right. One of the greatest goalies of all time. But if you don't know his personality and depth, Tepper, temper. Uh, basically, yep. he's a hothead. All right. Yeah. But when we say a hothead, he's a nut job psychopath. And even though he's a Hall of Fame goaltender and like a three time Stanley Cup champion, he'll still put you in a headlock outside in a Burger King parking lot. Like True. he was he was the head coach of a, of a junior team. <laughs> Uh, in Quebec, the Quebec ramparts, and dude, he would get in fights like with the other coaches and players, like oh, yeah. outside, yeah, like charge like, them. Yeah, yeah, parking lot. He put another mm-hmm. coach in a headlock, like outside. It's like, dude, you're a Hall of Famer, bro. And like, then he would complain, you know, how come the Canadians never hire me as the coach? Like, even me, <laughs> like I wanted to be coaching the Canadians, right? Because I was like, just give it to Patrick Wall. And the Canadians are like, we can't have him as our coach. He's a nut job. And, like, yeah. I used to defend him, but then, you know, there'd be a lot of incidences in which uh, right, he'd, lose, uh, he'd lose his temper. He but made Michelle Terrier seem sane. He does, <laughs> and I like Michelle Terry, and I've ran into him well, a few times. You're right. it, it, oh, no, he's more than crazy. I used to When I used to cover him, I used to love trying to get sound from Terry on. Never know what kind of mood he was going to be in. But your point, Gabe, good, good call. Uh, my buddy, who's a French-Canadian, played a high level of golf, and he knows Patrick Juan stuff. Yeah, there was an incident at, like, one of those charity golf tournaments, too, where he was going to kill some guy. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's just, it's just ongoing. Like, you know, insert beer, and uh, the, party's, uh, the party's on. Here's my number, Patrick uh, Law take, and it might upset you guys, but I gotta admit it. Thought his name was Patrick Roy forever. Forever. Oh, yeah, thought yeah. his name was Patrick yeah, that Roy. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I heard some people yeah. were talking about Patrick Law once in front of me, and I'm like, I've never heard of this guy in my life. Like, I know my <laughs> best. I would think I would have heard of this guy. <laughs> and, you know, you, you figure it out. Oh, uh, you were like Patrick Wall. Who's Patrick Wall? Yeah. Then you're like, Patrick oh, Patty Roy. Roy. Pat Roy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Patty Pat Roy. Roy. Yeah, Patty Roy. The hooligans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, good Irish guy. You, Tell you know. us the story, yeah, yeah. Gabe, about uh, your boy, GH. Who's, uh, what's, uh, what's, uh, what's GH? GH. Uh, Guy uh, uh, Hebert. Oh, Guy Bear. Oh, yeah. Guy Herbert. Guy Herbert. Guy Herbert. That's it. Guy Herbert. It's not Guy Bear. Guy Bear. Well, Guy Bear is the most French sounding name ever, right? Exactly. And he was on the Anaheim Ducks. He's the goalie of the Ducks. And they were all in the Montreal. And the French media. The, 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 the French media in Montreal always, like, they go right to, like, whoever speaks French on the visiting team. There's always a bunch of dudes from Quebec and stuff. So they all go right to his locker, and they start firing, like, questions at him in French, like, all really fast and stuff like that. And he's overwhelmed. And he's like, oh, wait, wait, wait. He goes, I don't speak French. And they're like, what do you mean you don't speak French? Your name is Guy Bear. And uh, he goes, no, no, it's Guy Herbert. He goes, I'm from Michigan. I'm not from Quebec. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> I love it. It's like the best yeah, yeah, yeah. of terrible. Sally French, right? Yeah, Guy, Guy Herbert. Guy, well, remember Guy Don Herbert. Cherry always called Patrick what? Patty Roy, right? Just Patty like, Roy, exactly. Yeah, but it was yeah. condescending almost. A in, little in bit, yeah. He wouldn't take the time to learn French or Russian names. It was just yeah, lazy. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind of like Walsh will uh, will cut him some slack uh, on yes, that. Yes, we will. I thought Walsh, too, was going to say, oh, we all know Martin Brodeur is the best goalie ever, too, right? Because that, that's oh, the big I, debate. 
I mean, listen, the thing is, the idea that I would know enough to enter that debate with you two, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Like, I know more about Marty Brodeur, just pro- proximity, but I'm not going to, like, all of a sudden start arguing either one of you. I, I, don't, I simply don't have enough. But you know, to, to make you know Marty Brodeur. But you've never heard of Martin Brodeur, huh? <laughs> if I told him Martin Brodeur, you'd be like, who the hell is Martin Brodeur? Yeah, Martin Brodeur. And he's another one, too. Marty, like, his name's not Marty, it's Martin. <laughs> but, yeah, everyone. Marty, gotta, I yeah, love that. Things around yeah. a bit. No, exactly. All right, so it looks like your L.A. Lakers are falling apart like a Dairy Queen Sunday on a hot July yeah. afternoon. Now, and, yeah, first Avery Bradley, now Rajon Rondo. Looks like the Motel Six was the least of his problems. Yeah, good call. Well, you watch a lot of basketball, right? You probably watch a lot of Lakers this year. Rajon Rondo, good? No. Still. No, he's not. No, he's not. Here's no. the bottom line, Kev. Well, you can't keep on who? losing guards. That's now, the that's You're going to need true. these guys. That's 100% what? true. But Well, listen, let me, let me ask you something. Let me backtrack and throw back at you. If we're in a court of law here, Mr. Walsh, if Rajon Rondo is no good, why is he on the team? Oh, because he has a great relationship with Anthony Davis, and LeBron, for as much basketball IQ as he has, terrible. He's going to be a terrible GM. He needs to have somebody else do that job. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's, mean, that's why you're not going to win. He still thinks that it's 08 Rondo out there, and he's not. He's just not. So, well, that's LeBron always does this, though. LeBron always is complete control of the team. Complete control of who they sign, complete control of who they trade for, and then when they don't win, LeBron distances himself, and everybody says, "Oh, LeBron team's no good." He for it. Well, like, that. dude, you he's in it. complete control all the time. He wanted he, Rondo. He, he wanted he, Rondo. He's a bad player evaluator sometimes. But listen, he he went to the Lakers. He he took he took a test of the roster. He said, "You know what? Not good enough." And he got AD. So if he does get all the credit, no, 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 he's no. got to be exactly here. All those players that LeBron traded are going to beat them. They're going to beat them. My main man, Zion, the incredible Hulk Williamson, going down. Cam's nodding his head in agreement. It's going to be dumb. It's not going to. Well, here's the thing. Zion, Zion, Zion. There's fresh blood. Listen, Kevin. Kevin. Fresh blood in the NBA. His name's Zion. Here's the thing. Lakers could still win, but I don't care. It's about it's about depth, right? So you're losing Avery Bradley and you're losing Rondo at guards. So you know, LeBron, it's just it's more pressure on his back. It's bad news. Like the Clippers are sitting there smiling their asses off right now, going, "Really, this is this is great news for us." And Gabe, you heard Kyle Lowry today. Hey, the bubble, it's going to be great. Like it's all about attitude as well, man. It's about war of attrition, who stays healthy, and attitude. And I get, I'm going to bet teams that have the right attitude going into this thing and aren't bitching about uh, cockroaches and uh, rats. Yeah, Here's well, where I think yeah. you guys can take advantage of the Rondo injury. And I actually mentioned this, uh, and it's now moved a little bit towards the under five and a half wins. It was minus 110, and it's now minus mm-hmm. 120. The Lakers don't need those games. So when they're rolling out their bench group, Rondo actually would have been important for you if you were trying to bet over that five and a half number because he's really the only true point guard on the entire roster. So he would have been out there trying to create. So now when it's Deion Waiters and J.R. Smith playing 35 minutes when, they, when LeBron and AD and the rest of them are resting – that's where now, and I think that's why that that number is starting to move down. Yeah, but they're, the offense, now listen, the ball is always in LeBron's hand anyways whenever he wants it to be, and it's going to run through LeBron. Except Avery Bradley and both Rondo, they, you know, the whole reason Rondo was there was for the playoffs, right? Like, that was the point, like that he's been he's in big games. He's supposed to be healthy by the conference finals. Yeah, if you get there, if the oh, Lakers course, get there. There's no guarantee, but... The, the the you know the big series that everybody is waiting for potentially is the battle of LA and if they are fortunate enough to get there and if that is a conference finals because you know the Clippers could tumble all the way back until four we just don't know um, it, it'll be interesting to see but he is supposed to Clippers, be back. he's not totally gone Clippers beat the uh, the Lakers in five. Four or five, sweep or five. You don't believe that either. You just don't believe That's that. Nice. That's <laughs> easy. You just don't believe that. Are you upset though that no, they no, that I'll the tell you what, I'll tell you what right now. schedule that the Raptors might drop back to three? Um no. Their schedule's tough. No, the they, Raptors schedule is brutal. To the Celtics. Very yeah, hard. but yeah, but they're three games up, Kevin. Did you ever get word on the Atlantic t- uh, on that Atlantic ticket? 
No, they don't know. They're not telling me. No one knows. <laughs> they're waiting. They're waiting. Shit. If they drop back, it counts. And if they stay, yeah, I know, no I know. Bet. Yeah, you should have just bet, bet Max Holloway. You get, a, you get a refund for that. I, I, I love these guys. It's are amazing. they the higher seed or are they division champions? I don't know. Do you know? No one knows. Like, hey, but, they're, like they're, they're, if they're, they're a higher champions. seed than the Celtics and they're in the mm-hmm. same division, then therefore we should win the division. They're, Yes, I like, agree. that's the way I look at it. It's like we're higher than them, you know what I mean? Like, but we'll see how it plays out. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see how that plays out. No, but all kidding aside, Avery Bradley was a big loss. Now Rondo is. But as far as the Raptors blowing that, so look, they, they have a three-game lead. The Raptors schedule is brutal um in in the, in, the, in that eight-game run. But what are they at worst, what are they gonna go? Five and three, four and four. Yeah, I think it's yeah, four and four man. at worst. Yeah, they, it'll be they'll be five and three, four and four. Like, and the Celtics aren't going eight and zero. Oh. Like, it would it would take a major like swing for for Boston to overtake them. But the Raptors didn't get any favors. I'll tell you that much. But at the same point in time, unlike like Cam said, unlike every other team in the league, the Raptors they don't cry like little girls. And it's gonna. I don't even mind. It's gonna get the Raptors battle tested for the playoffs. Everyone else is going to be just coming out of this. The Raptors are going to be battling against the better teams in the league. And, and you know what? I don't know if you watch Breaking Bad, uh, Kevin, but mm-hmm. when basically they said they should be scared of me. Yeah, When mm. t- people like the Raptors, we look at the schedule, it's the schedule. It's other teams that look and go, oh, we have to play the Raptors. Mm. It's not the other way around. Let me give you a peace offering right now. A good bet to make at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Is the Raptors getting three and a half points in that game against the Lakers? It's the Lakers' second game. I don't. We don't know who's no, going to be playing no, in that no, game. No, no, and the no, Raptors, no. It's going to be the Raptors' first game. I don't. Uh, I have zero interest in any of those games, Kevin. They mean nothing. They're exhibition games. Yes and no. It depends. No what, 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 I've known you for twenty years. You're betting it. Oh, that's no, okay, true. It. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not. It's not. It's not You're a big game. It. No, no, it's I'm not also going to bet that Clipper Laker game. All right, everyone's yep. going to go crazy about that Clipper Laker game like it's the Super Bowl. All right, that first game back, that Thursday night. It's going to be like, oh my God, the Clippers and the Lakers. In the end, does it matter who wins that game? No. 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 I will the finals are in October, guys. Like yeah. these games in July, I don't care if the Raptors lose to the Lakers on August 1st. Mm-hmm. I care about what the Raptors do on October 1st. I'll offer you this, though. Westbrook's COVID announcement. Now the Mavericks are three point favorites, and instead of being one and a half point dogs, I don't know about that. I read the Westbrook situation. He'll be I playing. I think he's going to play. Yeah, I think yes. he's going to play. So I think that's will. a. a yeah, but these games, they haven't played basketball in months, Kevin. We're coming in cold here. Like you can't. These are totally random games. These first games back. One hundred percent. But if the line is minus three because they don't think Westbrook's going to be there, and I think Westbrook's going to be there. I have to try and find some angle. Uh, listen, uh, well, hold that thought. Well, we'll, con- we'll continue. Here we'll continue is the Orlando-Brooklyn game. That's the one. Because that line keeps moving, right? And now maybe Brooklyn's going to be the surprise. But game time decision continues. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time is in continues. I'm Arendt. We're throwing it down to Ridge Red at Cat Stewart. Kevin Walsh uh, joining us. There's a lot of couple more things I want to get to at Walsh. Let's keep him for uh, the other side at the top of the hour here. Uh, Orlando, Brooklyn's up to six uh, right now. Walsh is uh, breaking these games down like they're college bowl games. Um, <laughs> like they're the biggest games like of the, the century. The first game. I know you're breaking them all down uh, while you're looking at all these games. First game back, like I said, proceed with caution. Listen. For the teams that are playing to try to get into the playoffs, that's a little bit different. They're going to be playing with a different like sense of desperation. I know the other teams are playing for seeds still, but ultimately 
No one's going to be killing themselves trying to win that game on August 1st or July 31st, uh, et cetera. But as far as Orlando is concerned, up to six-point favorites now, Cam, against the, the Brooklyn Nets. And I'm telling you, it might get, like it's going to get higher and higher to the point where I'm going to yep. be on the Brooklyn Nets getting eight and a half, nine in that game. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Bad side of the number. If you if you want to hit it, you could have hit it before. When when did the line first open up? Wasn't like two and a half or three. That ship has sailed away. It's gone. Like one and a yeah, half. you said like it. Half. Yeah, one and a half. Yeah, it might even been one and a half. You're it right. One and a half. Brooklyn two. minus two. Before the Dinwiddie yeah, that's what I'm saying. Brooklyn were the favorites. Yeah, Brooklyn were the favorites. Yeah, one and a half points. Right. So, yeah, so you yeah. could have had a 10 point, a 10 or 11 point swing in this thing. You can't bet it now. It's Brooklyn. Uh, 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 come on, man. These numbers are crazy. Whoever's on, like, the steam in that movement, it steam burns. We talk about it, Kevin. Dangerous, dangerous. No, thank Cam, you. Full, full Cam Stewart approach for me. Give me the Nets. And also, give me the Wizards. Seven and a half to the Phoenix Suns? Are you crazy? The Phoenix Suns have already said that oh, that Devin Booker and Ricky Rubio aren't p- playing a full slate of minutes. They have the second worst record there. Seven and a half point favorite Phoenix Suns. What? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's what I'm saying yeah. though. No Bradley Beal either though, right? For the Washington. That's a Wizards. problem. No Burton. The thing is, because one of the Nets or the Magic are going to lose Game One, if the Wizards win, they are one game back of being I able know. to trick that play on. They're one game back then. All right, hold on. Nope. Uh, game time decisions continues. Get on a grid. Bagels and bad beats. Never being a camp fan, but I will tell you, the officials never gave him the benefit of the doubt. He would get crushed and there wouldn't be any penalty flags for late hits. So, you know, welcome to the real world Patriots from that standpoint. The Sports Grid Network. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.